And I think it's time now to hand the call over to our hosts, um, who will talk to us about being transformed by grace. Audrey, Miriam, Sherry, you there? <laughs> we hear you, Susan. Thank you so much. So, Miriam, are you there? I'm here. Awesome. Good to see you again. And our special guest, Sherry. Hi. Hey. How's everybody? Good, good. Sherry, did you have a good week? I did. I had a wonderful week. Just a lot of insights in, in prepping for tonight's presentation. Gorgeous. I feel very, very inspired. <laughs> You're prepared. If I know you, you are prepared, no doubt. How about you, Miriam? <laughs> How was your week? Yeah, I would say I would say the same. There was a lot moving through it for holding this and just holding all that I'm holding every day at work too. It's been it's been a big big expansion space for me, getting pushed into new new ways that I didn't know I could hold. Oh, you mean I can push you to do things for me? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear a yes with that. So come on. Yes. Yes. <laughs> all right. Hey, we're all good. Well, welcome everyone. And I hope you all had a good week and we'll have a continued good week this week. Many good things are happening. And this series on granting access, attitudes of grace, it's really about how we own our own lives and allow God to reflect his, her beauty upon us and those that we speak to and actually get to observe in our, our beautiful world here. So I think I'm going to ask Miriam if she'd like to open with prayer as we break bread together tonight. Definitely. Thank you. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Spirit of grace. Come, choir of angels. Come, beloved teachers and masters saints, and sages. Be here now with us. Thank you deeply for transforming our lives and changing the atmosphere and the space around us right now. Open us, fill us, birth us anew. Thank you. Thank you for this amazing gift to be here right now in community, in communion. Thank you for all the blessings and healing that is already happening in our lives. Thank you for helping us to walk in presence with your love and nurturance and peace. Thank you, God. Thank you for everything. Amen. Amen. Just felt all the angels and saints just wrap us in tender love. That's just beautiful, Miriam. As you were praying, I was reflecting on last week's call last week and the presence of how beautiful she came upon us within us in our homes 
and we got many different testimonies of people sharing their experiences. And I just want to say thank you to our audience for tuning in. It is a part of community. And the more we can do this, I think, and bring this big head into your, your own home, <laughs> picture frame it too. The idea that for me is it's, it's all about relationships. Granting access like you are right now, you're welcoming Miriam and Sherry into your homes and myself and vice versa. So it really is about this divine connection. Now, last week we talked about visions and dreams, or I did, and, uh, and Miriam and Sherry gave great testimonies about their own experience with that. And I, I love dreams. I continue to have them. And hopefully you do. And please write to us and let us know what's happened because when we pray, we, we allow God's grace, the Holy Spirit, to access those visions and dreams for yourself. And we'll continue to pray for that even for tonight. Sherry's going to be talking about transferred by grace, transformed by grace. And last week I talked about there's actually four different types of graces. There's saving grace, justified grace, teaching grace, and enabling grace. And tonight I'm just going to share one on justified grace. Because I just want to let you know that like God, there's multiple opportunities of receiving this beautiful embrace of God's love. So in Hebrews 4.13, it talks about, let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in all of our times of need. So God is right beside us. The angels are right beside us. The masters, the teachers, our blessed mother, they're right beside us if we can tune in. To me, that's what grace is about when we have access to the heavenly realm. And as tonight, as we open up with God's grace, when we open up with an awareness of God's presence, even in my prayer time this morning, it was another wonderful, I love waking up early. Well, maybe not God's timing early, but I'll get up because <laughs> I'm just up. And it's like, all right, I, it's, it's hard for me to battle with God because guess who wins? <laughs> not me. But God did this morning, and I was up around 4.30, and it's like, and it's still dark out when I lit my candles, and it really had a beautiful flavor, and I just felt that presence come, that grace. I'm always wanting to meet God or seek God, but we seek God and seek Him in unknown places. And so when He asked us, when she asked us to step into maybe getting up early, maybe taking a walk, whatever that might be, obey that still small voice because heaven opens up for you. So tonight we're talking about transformed by grace and sharing. I have an amazing question for you. I'm sure you might know the answer, but have you ever been transformed by grace? Maybe it's even something that happened just recently. Oh, absolutely. And for to me, like grace is a and going deeper with the Holy Spirit. And often we have a circumstance or a situation that puts us in that place where we're going, help, which helps us to go deeper. So it's going deeper with the divine. It's, it's change. It's a new awareness of the divinity within us. And I absolutely want to share in just a minute an experience that I recently had, but I would first like to begin with this piece from Jonah Poetry. 
which will set the tone and bring us into that space of awareness for all of us to see what is possible for each and every one of us. So if we just want to take a breath and just become present in this moment. In this poem, there are very few words, but they are powerful and we can allow them to manifest in our consciousness and tap into them whenever the need may arise in our life with what we're experiencing. These are powerful expressions and essence pieces. His grace helps me see, picks up all the pieces that were shattered by me and shows my little soul what it means to be free. When George Floyd was killed, a deep sorrow and sadness came over me, as I'm sure it did for many people in the world. Seeing over and over again the pictures on TV where he was taking his last breath. The difference for myself and maybe some of you, and I'm sure many others in this country, I went, I allowed myself to stay there because I also took on some of the collective fear and despair. And I found myself in the few days following this to be feeling sadness. I would get into my time in meditation and I would be able to lift myself with the help of the Holy Spirit. But then I would find myself sinking back into that sadness and that despair. I had become attached to something of this world, to this situation and to those others of this world that were feeling the effects of it. Shortly thereafter, I developed an acute healing imbalance in my body. What I have found as we continue growing in the spirit, what I had found is that I had quick, it's quicker now, it's so much quicker as we are growing in the spirit and we're growing spiritually, things manifest in the physical and the emotional with our bodies so much quicker because the world is speeding up and time is speeding up. So we have to be so mindful. We have to catch ourselves quickly. And I didn't do this. I faltered. I faltered and I fell from grace. I fell from grace without the realization of what was going on. Basically, I felt like I dove into a ditch, like head first dove into a ditch. It was kind of like there were two planes, okay? These two planes, one of them was heading for heaven. And this plane heading for heaven was there because I was ready, I was going through a shift. I was ready for the next step. 
I was ready to grow in service and grow spiritually myself. And Dana and Padre shared this with me at the West of Heaven. But this other plane is heading to hell. Now, of course, these are metaphorically. This is heaven on earth and hell on earth. So the hell on earth, the other plane, was my attachment and my, my grief that I was feeling over George Floyd, over the family members, the friends, the sorrow of the collective. And I had to choose one plane to take. Which plane was I going to take? Was I going to continue on the downward spiral? Or was I going to choose to go up? Well, I chose heaven. I chose Holy Spirit and not the lower energies that were pulling me down. Right after that, I consciously cried out, help, help me, because I had this condition in my body that's a little too personal to share with you, but I'll share my experience. I had this condition and I cried out for healing. And as I cried out, the, my angels and my guides came to me. They gave me the guidance, several things in their messages. Meditate upon this passage. Avoid certain foods for now. Take a pause from the news. These were the messages that I initially received. Then I remembered it came to me what Ron used to say. Who are you waiting for to heal you? Healer, heal thyself. Healer, heal thyself. Well, this to me is Holy Spirit. And this is why I have this background tonight, to share with you my healing with Holy Spirit. Then I got down on my knees, metaphorically. I was actually lying in my bed. But I was brought to my knees, and I called forth Holy Spirit. And I surrendered everything, every part of myself, every fabric of my being, even if it was to be my last breath, the last breath that I would take in this life, I was to give it to Holy Spirit. And as I did so, Holy Spirit merged with me as one. And the experience was so palpable and powerful. And I was guided to decree healing in the parts of my body that needed it. I felt a sense of conviction and supernatural strength that came over me. I felt as though a lightning bolt went from my head all the way through my body. My body was vibrating. The energy just penetrated my being. And as I was feeling all of this happening, I had entered the sanctuary of my soul. Enter the quietness of your soul. The temple of God is within your soul. 
enter into this quietness and sit there in meditation with the light of intuition burning on the altar. There is no restlessness, no searching or striving there. Come into the silence of solitude. Enter the innermost sanctuary of the soul. Remember and realize the forgotten image of God within you. Each of us is a child of God. We are born of his spirit in all its purity and glory. Saint Rita, I chose, or should I say she chose me, last year at the August retreat. I chose her to be with me, especially for the next year. Saint Rita is saint of the impossible, if you weren't aware of that. I took her picture that I have on my altar and I placed it on my body where I was in need over the next day or two. And I asked her to continue healing and restoring as the Holy Spirit had brought in this great energy. And I promised her that I would glorify her name to everyone for her intercession on my behalf. I'm not a big one to read the Bible, but I've learned so much of the Bible through Ron Roth, Padre Paul, the bishops Dana and Bobby, Ed Townley, who is a retired unity minister. I've learned many beautiful psalms, quotes, chapters from these great teachers. And I did purchase several years ago the ancient Eastern text from a CLM retreat many, many years ago. And many years ago, I thumbed through it, which was a big deal for me, and I found the prayer of faith. And since that time, this has been my favorite prayer. And this chapter 5, verses 15 and 16, and they were so poignant for this time. And I share these with you now. And the prayer of faith shall heal the sick, and our Lord shall raise him up. And if he has committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another, that you may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man is powerful. So I am confessing my sins to you. I am confessing that I dropped in vibration, that I did not hold my space. And the other thing when we confess is, we take the power from the issue and we put the power in the truth, in sharing the truth, 
in integrity of sharing with our brothers and sisters and not holding it, pretending that nothing ever happens to us. We must put it out there and it negates the negative power of the situation and the seeming problem. And I love this one line from Psalm 138.8 that Padre Paul has recited to us many times. The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. And that is the greatest trust and faith I could ever ask for. My trust that the divine has my back. He walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own. And the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. And this is about a personal relationship for each and every one of us. It is individual and it calls you and me to this place. Let us take a moment here. As the words and the vibration penetrate our being, let us close our eyes and take a breath and pause. Pause in the presence of the Holy Spirit. Let us allow divine grace flow in with all we're experiencing at present. Let the stirring in our hearts instill courage so that we may all release the muck in our understanding, in our misunderstandings, that we are not here to suffer in fear and pain we are here to release the attachments to everything and merge as one with our beloved. So as through my healing experience, I was transformed by the grace of the Holy Spirit. It was a renewing, a rebirthing, and that I had temporarily forgotten. We all forget at times. We all drop low in vibration. But if we're not mindful and we go for too long, it's very painful. Emotionally, spiritually, we are all called to rise. We are all shifting now with this incoming consciousness and we are called to rise in vibration, to rise with divine presence. You know, Ron Roth used to say, choose life or death, blessings or curses, but the choice is ours. I choose life. I choose blessings. The last Zoom that I facilitated on a Saturday a few weeks ago, what came out of my mouth, I could not believe. What came out was, are you in or out with moving forward in high vibration? 
Are you in or out? There's no more excuses. We must choose. And Jordana tuned in on that Zoom. <laughs> and she emailed me afterward and she said, I really appreciated your East Coast straight talk. Are we in or are we out? It is a spiritual discipline. And the choice, of course, is always ours. We are at the helm. I'd like to share with you a message from White Eagle, who's a Hopi indigenous. White Eagle says, this moment humanity is going through can now be seen as a portal and as a whole. The decision to fall into the hole or go through the portal is up to you. But if you take this opportunity to look at yourself, rethink life and death, take care of yourself and others, you will cross the portal. Take care of your home, take care of your body. When you are taking care of one, you are taking care of everything else. Do not lose the spiritual dimension of this crisis. Have the aspect of the eagle, which from above sees the whole, sees more widely. There is a social demand in this crisis, but there is also a spiritual demand. The two go hand in hand. Without the social dimension, we fall into fanaticism. But without the spiritual dimension, we fall into pessimism and lack of meaning. You were prepared to go through this crisis. Take your toolbox and use all the tools at your disposal. Learn about resistance with indigenous, indigenous and African peoples. We have always been and continue to be exterminated, but we still haven't stopped singing, dancing, lighting a fire, and having fun. Don't feel guilty about being happy during this difficult time. You don't help at all by being sad and without energy. It helps if good things emanate from the universe now. It is through joy that one resists. Also, when the storm passes, you will be very important in the reconstruction of this new world. You need to be well and strong. And for that, there is no other way than to, than to maintain a beautiful, happy, and bright vibration. This is a resistance strategy. In shamanism, there is a rite of passage called the quest for vision. You spend a few days alone in the forest, without water, without food, without protection. When you go through this portal, you get a new vision of the world. You have faced your fears, your difficulties. This is what is asked of you. Please take advantage of this time to perform your vision-seeking rituals. 
What world do you want to build for yourself? For now, this is what you can do. Serenity in the storm. Calm down and pray every day. Establish a routine to meet the sacred every day. Good things emanate what you emanate. Now is the most important thing. And sing, dance, resist through art, joy, faith, and love. My backyard has been a sense of calm for me. Maybe you have seen sometimes on the news, they'll show a sense of calm on the news. And my backyard is where I have most of my breakfasts at my, at my table out there, and I spend a little time in meditation. So I'd like to share with you a couple minutes of calm in my backyard. the bunny my apple tree. My favorite flower, the daisies. My dad, Joel Fieri, has shared this poem with many of you from CLM and many other friends over the years. And this poem so heeds every time that we've experienced, and it really heeds this time. So I share this with you. Thank you, Father, for this day. I release all fears and negativity known and unknown to the universe, and I go free. I hold with the Holy Spirit, which saturates me with perfect health, perfect happiness, 
and perfect love and guides me in all things. Nothing can penetrate the divine light which flows through me and surrounds me. With heartful love, I am truly grateful for the many blessings in my life. I am always connected to your limitless source of energy, and it heals and blesses me and all of those whose lives I touch. Each day, I am in awe of God's magnificent creations, manifest creations. How great thou art. Dad wrote this poem over 20 years ago, and it is blessed and holy. And it was a blessing to share it with you. This is our beautiful community. This is part of all of you. We couldn't get all of you in the picture, all of you on the call. So I did our community here. This is a community of love and healing and spiritual growth and faith. And we are so blessed with our spiritual shepherds, Padre Paul, Dana, Bobby, and all of you. We support one another. We all of us on the call support one another. And I am grateful for each and every one of you. And I'm grateful to have shared a piece of me with you. Namaste. And now I have, I have at least one question. I don't know, Padre, do we have time for all three questions for me to ask you and Miriam or? Sure. Um, okay. Go with it, my friend. Okay, thank you. So Padre, can you share with us a recent situation in your life where you may have missed the mark in your daily walk? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's, it was this week, I got a call from my neighbor or a text that says, hey, you check out your, your front yard. You got a mold in your front yard and they're doing their business in it. And it's like, no way. And it's like, so I checked it out and it's like, I don't know if you have moles in wherever part of the country you are, but they just root up the ground. And this mold was, it was like making Mount Rushmore in my front yard. It's like all oh, these piles. It was like, are you kidding me? So, you know, I put up my little Elmer Fudd hat on and I go out and I try to dig them up and no success. This has been going on for four days. This morning, I'm in my prayer time and I hear the Holy Spirit say, what happens in the natural happens in the supernatural. It's like, well, I know that one. I repeat that a lot. And then I had the thought of the mold. And actually there's one mold on one side and a mold on the other side of my property, both digging and ruining my lawn. Chop, chop. I like my lawn nice and manicured. <laughs> well, and then I heard the voice that said, inside it's like so what's inside of you that's digging away and they're like oh no <laughs> just in the last week or so I had a lot of major decisions to make and that was digging at me and it's like okay i'm i got that it's like lord 
help me get over the pain, the wound, whatever that is, because I just want to be my normal self, not carry like, you know, Sherry, you said, it's like the weight and it, it affected my body. And so I made that decision. It's like, I'm going to forgive. I'm going to let go. I'm going to wipe clean. And so after my prayer, I go and check on my little friend. And of course, they're digging again. Every day or every couple of hours, I step on their mound. So it's like, go away, go away. And my neighbor had said, oh, why don't you use a pitchfork? Because I was having a shovel. And I go, well, I don't got one. And so she went and gave me it. And it's like, and I always said, well, she said, you ever use water? And I go, well, my hose won't fit that far, go that far. And it's like, the Holy Spirit is like, really? If you have two hoses, just connect them. So, okay, that's what I did. I went out and I used the hose. And of course, it was like magic and the pitchfork and it worked. And just cover your ears. Yes, I killed my mold because he was ruining my lawn. Actually, I got two of them, one on each side. So listening to the Holy Spirit, I was trying to do it my way. And then these beautiful thought, what happens in the natural happens in the supernatural. So it was really something that it was the inner first. And then God allowed me to eradicate the problem on the outside. And it's like, that was a big one for me because me and my, my own insecurity with my stuff, that's my story and I'm sticking with it. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Padre. How about you, Miriam? Can you share with us a recent situation where you may have missed the mark? Yeah, lately I've actually been feeling like I'm missing the mark all the time in the sense that I'm just seeing in a real way if I'm not seeing another as me or anytime I'm closing my heart for whatever reason it might be or if I'm not using my thoughts, my actions or my words as a way of service in any way then that's actually out of alignment it's like being in the place of faltering in some way and i found this quote from bhagavan it's that you don't like don't read any scripture or teaching not even mine just see what is going on that's all you are the teacher and the teaching is yourself it's there right inside of you the teaching that is the real teaching what's going on nothing more and I feel like I've been really feeling that, um, especially with everything going on right now with COVID. And unlike probably a lot of you, I've, I'm on the front lines helping businesses. So I've been the most busy and tugged at and pulled mm -hmm. and being ex stretched and expanded in ways that I never thought I could be and held. And we've just, as in a context, we've probably served close to a thousand businesses in the last three months, which is more than we do in two and a half years. So like this happened all of a sudden. And work has definitely been one of my places where I I practice a lot because I find I miss the mark. I it always it, you know you always are placed where you need to learn and grow the most. And I feel like work has definitely been that place for me because it's government focused and so it carries the energy of government. You know, it's a lot of intensity right now going on in our in our world and our government. And I have some real deep core fears of being put on trial and abandonment and these things. And so they pop up at work. And so I have to be really 
aware of when I am actually not showing up as my God self. I'm showing up as the filters and the programs and, and the concepts that I'm holding on to. And, and so, yeah, so I feel like when it comes to, I've made a lot of progress and I still have a lot more progress <laughs> to go. <laughs> Category in particular. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you so much. And, and it, it seems like you both kind of answered question two, right with question one, you know, because it was what tools do you use to help you when you falter as we all falter? So let's go to question three. Miriam, we're going to go back to you. Can you share with us one circumstance in your life where you felt, circumstance or situation where you felt profoundly transformed by grace? Yeah, it's actually, thank you for your share and, and your honesty. And it's funny because the story came up before hearing obviously you today. So then it's connected because when I, I, so I went to Peace Corps after college and I came in Honduras and I, when I came back to the U.S., I was having a really rough time readjusting to U.S. culture because all I had was the negative lens. I saw the gluttony, the overconsumption, the lack of happiness, all those things. And it was really hard for me to see the good. And I was slipping and I'd already gone through a depression earlier in my life. And so I knew what that felt like. And I was like, there's no way I'm going there again. And I need help like now. And then I ended up getting connected to these 10 day Vipassana meditation retreats. And so I just signed up. I'd never meditated really before. I had no idea what I was getting into. <laughs> it was the biggest, it was the biggest, I would say thing I've ever done in my life that transformed me the most, but was the hardest thing I've ever done because you live like a monk or a nun for 10 days and you, so you get up at 4.30 and you meditate 12 hours and you go to bed at 10 and you're in your silence and you're not connected to anyone. And I didn't know any of it. I mean, it was all new to me, but to sit with yourself and <laughs> sit with all that comes up, that is pretty challenging and horrific. All the things that keep us in our darkness. And since I was kind of in that mulling in that space, there was a lot moving through and a lot of, it was like a spiritual surgery for me. And I literally walked in one person and left another. I mean, it was so palpable. People who weren't spiritual around me could not believe what had happened. They were like, who are you now? Like where, what, what happened to you? You know, what did you do? And, and it was really, it was so profound and it was so real for me. I had been completely uprooted. Everything that, that I thought was true at that time just left me. Like all the, all the feeling of depression, all the feeling of not fitting and not seeing the bright or whatever it was that was going on completely left me. And I was able to, and, and it was so profound. It was the start of my commitment of completely like going back on track. I, from that moment on, I, there was nothing that was going to take me off course again. It was like the, the tool and the ticket I needed to make sure that I stayed on, on, on purpose really. And, um, and it was, and it did, it changed my habits. It changed, um, I started meditating every day. It changed 
my eating, it changed pretty much like all these different pieces of, of, of my being at that time. And, and it wouldn't, I would never be where I'm at if I hadn't gone through that. I mean, those that, you know, I did other 10 days after that, but that first one, it was when I, when I think of the most profound being transformed by grace, that's the thing that comes to mind because it was through divine grace that I was lifted out and brought into a new space and really cleansed and purified and made new. And it was, it, and it also helped me get back into a place of stillness because I, I knew that space, but I hadn't been accessing it strongly. And then that, that was also like a whole new way of opening up and connecting to God in a different way for myself. It was very profound. Wow. Beautiful. That's so lovely. It's amazing how if we're willing to listen, right? If we're willing to listen, Holy Spirit, beloved presence just sets us up. We're, we're set up at the right place at the right time for what we need. There's no, nothing by chance. It's not by chance, but we always have the choice and you had the choice whether or not to follow that or to stay in the depressed state that you were in. Thank you. How about you, Padre? I know you've had many, many, like plastered on the floor and uh, feel free to share like a... <laughs> hey, I think I want to take Miriam's, that program and teach all my months of ordain that experience of being no silence for how many days. I think we'll start that soon because <laughs> I have some people in mind that I see on this Zoom that can work perfectly in your home right now. We'll start now, but anyway, sorry for too digressing. The one thing that I, well, one of many things that I experienced, I call it the transformation, the glory of God in grace was, I remember the transitioning, Ron passed away, and I was really still trying to find myself, and I was going to this church that had what I call a revival. I've always wanted to be, be part of a revival, at least sit in on it. And their version of revival and mine were two different things, but I was broken enough just to listen. And I remember having a client that every now and then I would I'd pray for this person. And I remember after one of the phone calls, she said, I'm going to send you a gift. And I said, okay, I received. <laughs> I'm broken enough. It's like, I'll receive it. But it wasn't, I wasn't in a really good place because ministry wasn't doing good. I'll give an example of that. It's like, well, I tried to start healing services and nobody would come. We'd get like 10 people. And then I actually, I asked uh, if I could come to this one church, but they need a referral. And I knew a minister who I had actually on my program and Ron was at her program also. And I said, would you give me a good statement saying, Hey, I'm a good person. I'm a good pastor. She wouldn't do it. And it's like, I was such at a low point in my life. I didn't believe in myself. And it's like, Nobody else was. And so I just felt like I was so low. Anyway, I got this gift in the mail and I opened up it and it's like, it's a check for $7,000 for the ministry. And it's like, holy cow. I was just, I was blown away because we needed money because I couldn't produce it on my own. And then on the, there was another check in there and here it was for me for $7,000. And it's like, oh my God. In an instant, I heard the Holy Spirit say, the shepherd's with you. He's got your back. And it's like, I couldn't do it on my own. 
but God can provide. I hope that gives some people on this call hope that maybe you're looking for finances to come in, you know, because maybe you're out of work or you just need a down payment for a house or a car. God can come through in a, in a, in a moment. And I'm going to pray for that for you because I want God to show up for you as well as he shows up for me and, and be blessed. So thanks for asking the question, Sherry. That's, that's lovely. I love the, the, the mystery of all the signs and the wonders that you experienced and it just, everything just, just coming in. Thank you so much, Padre and Miriam. You're welcome. Unity, Padre's come a few times and, and worked at Unity, provided healing, facilitated healing services at Unity churches. And I've been part of Unity with, with facilitating healing services. Unity has affirmations that they say at the end of their service every week. And then after that, they sing the peace song. So first I'd like to recite these affirmations that are beautiful. The light of God surrounds us. We are the light of God. The love of God enfolds us. We are the love of God. The power of God protects us. We are the power of God. The presence of God watches over us. We are the presence of God. Wherever we are, this presence is. Our beloved resides and all is well. That was awesome. Let there be peace on earth and let it begin with each and every one of us. Mm. Thank you all. Bless you. That was beautiful, Sherry. I felt that peace and I felt the joy of being in unity many times that it really just, it binds us together because it's, it's about sharing the love of God and sharing it with one another. That's God's peace, not ours, but God's. And we can, surely can use that in our day and age, what has been going on. You know, as we conclude now, I'd like to go into the healing element of this, even though I believe the Holy Spirit and the angels have already been ministering to each one of us as we're listening to these beautiful talks and the questions and answers. But Miriam, could you offer, a, whether it's a prayer, a blessing as part of this closing, what would be your intention? And then the prayer that would go with it. Mm -hmm. Let us all just put whatever is in our hearts, whatever has gotten stirred up right now, whatever memories, whatever feelings, emotions, and put it all in the basket to be washed through and cleansed with the divine grace, the divine healing hands of all the angels and all the saints. Thank you, God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, all divine beings that are holding us and wrapping us right now in this moment, relieving us of anything that is no longer needed, letting that all drift away, dissolve, 
Thank you for bringing us into a higher resonance, a higher dimensional frequency of grace, a grace that maybe we've not felt yet, a new level, a new anchoring. Thank you for gifting us the hearts and the willingness to be in gratitude. Thank you for all your blessings and all your support. Amen. Amen. So beautiful. Really get a beautiful picture of the hand of God, the love of God, just embracing us as Miriam was praying that. My friend Sherry, what is your prayer intention and then the blessing prayer that you'd like to share with us? Sure. My, my intention for all of us is that we continue to be willing to see ourselves, mm. to see how we're behaving, to see what we're thinking. And when we see that it is out of alignment, be willing to hold it, to nurture it, to feel it, to allow it to be for just a bit, and then to trust the process of giving it, giving it to the universe. What does not serve us, the fear, the judgments, the jealousies, the anger, the resentment, the unforgivenesses, they are not the truth of who we are. So may we be willing to go deeper and see some of that muck, allow it to come up, and give it. Mm. That's my desire for all of us. Beloved, the one who lives within each of us and in everything. I thank you most profoundly for this time that we have shared for open hearts, for open wounds, for being feeling duration. Your presence is never far. It is right here, us, to feel you with us always in every moment of day, for we love you like no other. You are a love pairs to no other. We took our first breath with you. Thank you to our, our guides, our angels, all of the masters, all of highest creative vibration who are with us on this call, who continue to be with us according to what we need as our process continues to unfold. Give us the courage to ask for help, to call out to them, to help us. They're just waiting. They want to be asked. They want to be intercessors, but they won't barge in. So thank you for holding this container for us that we may ask and call upon you. It is all in grace. It is all 
for God. And so it is. Amen. And so it is. Just reminded of in the scriptures, the great grace, great grace, great grace. You know, it's all around us. It's actually, we're feeling that. It's, I really sense the angel's presence in my home, in my body right now, but also the entities of the casa are here to do divine surgery, physical surgery for people. And I actually want to propose two questions before I pray. And one thing that Sherry had said, what is the spiritual demand on your crises? I think that's a profound question. Uh, contemplate that, write that down. What is the spiritual demand on your crises? Meaning the spiritual toolbox that we have, how are we going to apply that to meet the crises or to alleviate the crises in us? And number two is what my experience was with my little animals, what was eating at me, what was being dug up that needed to be dug up and it was creating a, a muck in my world, in my inner world. And that was my anger trying to control situations, and I know I couldn't, but it, it, the molds had to show me what was happening on the inside of me. And so I had to surrender that. I had to forgive myself, and I had to forgive the situation. So whatever those two of that works in your own life, apply it to your life before you go to bed tonight, or as you wake up in the morning, practice that principle, but also allow the Holy Spirit not to do her work. She's an amazing, she has an amazing way of transforming us, renewing us. I'm going to also pray for the, um, the visions and dreams, but also the courage, like Sherry was sharing her experience of the pain that she was experiencing, but she stood with it. She says, I want help, God. Show me how to get through this. And it was through that persistency of pursuing God in all the ways you know, and the, you know, the doctors or whatever, the medicine we need to take, we do take that. But there's an opportunity of engaging heaven that we can actually set the captives free. So as a group, we're going to rely on grace now, release this divine grace, divine love, divine healing. So come Holy Spirit, let your healing presence flow now. This is specifically for, I call it heartburn for someone. Or many of you, heartburn, um, let the light of Christ now just dissolve that, dissolve that. And anyone who's had a falling out with a loved one, whether it's your child, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your partner, whether it's your neighbor, maybe it's your boss, my little, with animals around us, sometimes things happen and we need to also to let go. So I just want to call forth the Holy Spirit, the convicting power of the Holy Spirit. First, for us to let go, forgive, but also then to bless them. So we allow divine grace, the blessings of God, to penetrate deep down. And anyone who's looking for a job or has lost their job, I just really sense the angels have already been start setting it up, checking the mail. Someone's going to email and say, would you work for me? Or I have a brand new office is opening up, would you take it? The activity of heaven is so powerful tonight. I just really sense that the activity, the angels going before us. We just not be in that receptive spirit. Receive the blessings of God. And just like last night, we talked about when God breathed. I am God breathed. I am God breathed. So allow his, her, Holy Spirit 
to just dwell among you. And just place wherever you have pain in your body, and if not, just place it on your heart. We're just going to activate the Holy Spirit's work right now. Let, let the Shekinah glory of God, the Shekinah glory, that heavenly presence just infiltrate now. I command all pain, all dis-ease in the name of Jesus to dissolve now. Just that lower back. Kidneys, I just speak to kidneys. Be transformed, be renewed. And the pancreas, be cleansed, be renewed. And that's the power of forgiveness that we have a part of, of healing that. Also, immaculate degeneration. I just call on the Holy Spirit now for clarity, for healing. And anyone with cancer, just dissolve it in the name of I, that spirit of cancer. I break its hold over your body, but also over your thoughts in the name of Jesus and in its place. Healthy cells multiply and grow now. Just sustaining, reverse it now in the name of Jesus. And any, I call it bad doctor's report, they have to just tell you what they see or whatever. But sometimes our spirit takes it on. I go, no, I'm stopping that now. No more. I'm going to believe what God says. And God says, I have a good report. You are a child of God and near to the king and the kingdom. So we're going to allow that ability, that honor to set within your spirit, but also into your soul. For we are a child of God and heir to the king and the kingdom. I just allow now through the intercession of our blessed mother, Padre Pio, Padre Ron Roth, and all the saints and sages, thy will be done in your life and in my life and in this community. I bless my community in the name of Jesus. And I bless your children and grandchildren. There's an immense heat going out. And I don't know if you sense it, but I just really sense it. To me, that's the healing power of Christ. So just allow that healing power of Christ to heal and restore you. Even your animals that you have near you. I just say thank you, Lord our God, for the healing of your pet. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Not by might, nor by power, but by thy spirit, says the Lord. And I seal in the good work of the Holy Spirit in all your lives, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So be it, my friends. Namaste. Thank you, Sherry, for a, a wonderful evening. Thank you, Miriam. And thank you, Brian and Susan, for helping with this teleclass. Be well. See you next week, everyone, and keep writing. Let us know your testimony. God bless.